<clears throat> yo, 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 what's going on, man? Top of the morning to the gambling gang, to all of the podcast listeners. Uh, my name is Chris, and uh, this is Cast It With Chris, the NBA betting show slash podcast, presented to you guys, as always, by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Uh, a lot of great guys over there, a lot of great podcasts over there. I always encourage you guys to go check them out. It's not just the gambling stuff that I talk about, but it's a lot of basketball conversations in general uh, being had over there by a lot of a lot of excellent guys, man. So check them out on their social media platforms. They're available on Instagram, available on Twitter, available on Facebook as well. So check those guys out. Uh, as always, we got a lot to get into, man. Today's uh, December the 5th, 2022. Uh, we had some some action yesterday, and uh, we got some more action today, man. We got a we got a nice little uh, slate of games. This uh, I'll, I'll keep it keep it. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys, as always, man. It's not a not a, a ton that I'm looking at today. Um, you know, trying to stay sharp. Uh, yesterday we did go six and one. Uh, if you guys tuned in to the NBA Crispy Captain Show yesterday around noon Eastern time. Uh, we gave out some winners yesterday. I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, Donovan Mitchell was uh, was looking for Donovan Mitchell to score some points yesterday. He shot the ball 22 times and only finished with 23 points. So that was a tad bit frustrating in the loss that we had. But, um, yeah, not not here to dwell on the past. Let's keep moving, man, moving on to the to the present. We got a few games that I want to I want to get into and talk about today. Uh, first game up is the and i appreciate you guys for being here as well man uh all my all my regulars here in the morning with me i appreciate you guys hit the like button for me subscribe to the videos if you guys haven't already and uh let's get to it man let's get to it what's good morning patrick good morning casey appreciate you guys for being here let's get into it though let's talk about let's talk about the games i got a couple games i want to talk about official play that i'm really close to making that i haven't yet uh but let's talk about it so first game up we got the milwaukee bucks uh, and the Orlando Magic, you guys can see I have it pulled up on the screen as far as the odds. Um, we this this is a tough game, extremely tough game. You see a point spread that's already ballooned, uh, was already a pretty high anyway. Open at nine, uh, oh, sorry, open at eight and a half, already up to nine, nine and a half at some places as well. Um, this Bucks team, uh, Look, look pretty impressive, even shorthanded against the Charlotte Hornets on the second night of a back-to-back uh, without all of the guys. We know that uh, Coach Bud rested all the guys uh, in that game one on Saturday and uh, just kind of giving them the day off against a, a shorthanded uh, Charlotte team as well. And they were able to go in there and clean Charlotte up. Orlando, um, they, they continue to fight hard, man. I had a, I had a personal bet um, against Orlando on Saturday as well. In that Toronto game, it was more so on Toronto, not a fate of fate of Orlando, but Orlando was on the second night of a back-to-back with travel as well as Toronto as well. Toronto just been not playing up the competition. This Orlando team is tough though, man. I'll, I'll I'll give them that. They are they function well at home as a dog as well, but they're just so injured, man. Like it's like you you want to get on the opposite side and you know take the dog in a spot like this, but this Orlando team they're five and nineteen straight up. Uh, they are six and six at home against the spread. But just three and seven ATS uh, in their last ten, you know, makes it really, really difficult. You go back and look at the the trends. Uh, Miami, I'm sorry, Orlando, Milwaukee. I'm sorry, Milwaukee does have a double digit eighteen point win and a and a seventeen point win in the last two meetings last year. Uh, they also beat them by 
by 21, uh, and they beat them by 11, and they beat them by 12. Uh, yeah, so Milwaukee, you know, they kind of they kind of own them. Uh, you know, they do kind of own own these guys. And uh, yeah, it's really I don't I don't want to spend too long on this game. I will just say that if Orlando had a couple more pieces, I think I'd be cool with trying to get behind them. Um, I think uh, you know everybody's off the injury report uh, for for Milwaukee, besides of course Serge Ibaka. But I think Giannis and uh, Grayson Allen is listed as questionable, but Giannis and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton uh, and Brooke Lopez probably all will play in this game. They'll return in this one. On the Orlando side, the injuries that I'm talking about, Jalen Suggs is already listed as out. Uh, Okiki is listed as out. Wendell Carter Jr. is also out. And then guys like Gary Harris and Mo Bamba are listed as questionable. So I'm not going to spend too much time on this game. man. I, I do want to get behind Orlando eventually, but I'm not stepping in front of the buck. So uh not not something that i'm i'm willing to do you look at the orlando magic they're 0 five against the spread in their last five home games and that's typically where they play best oh and six in their last six games versus a team with the winning uh straight up record and they're oh and four in their last four games playing off one day's rest so not a spot that i'm looking to get behind orlando in but i would only be able to look towards orlando in this spot wanting to kind of back them the bucks look they look sharp when they want to you just worry about a look ahead spot for them or you know, them just kind of overlooking this game. They do have Sacramento uh, on deck on Wednesday. So that'll be a game I'm pretty sure they, you know, probably been watching Sacramento and they they get Sacramento at home too. So uh, that's what I got for you guys on that one. Like I said, not going to spend a lot of time there. Uh, Clippers and Hornets, another game that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. Uh, we just don't know the status. We see Kawhi and PG get, get you know, uh, upgraded from doubtful to questionable, and then they still don't play. We see the Clippers get smacked up by the Sacramento Kings on Sunday. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's a, in theory, it's a spot where you want to buy on the Clippers because they, they're not going to keep getting, you know, beat up, but they're, they're just extremely depleted. They don't have a lot offensively. They try to bring it defensively, which is why you see the total in this one at 216 and a half, uh, 217. But they just, they, they, they don't function as well. They can function well on the road, but then you got guys like Norman Powell who are still out. Uh, like I talked about, Kawhi Leonard and Paul jo- – I'm sorry, PG is listed as questionable for, for this game. I saw Kawhi Leonard also listed as questionable for this one. So another game I'm not going to spend too much time on. Um, Luke Kennard is also listed as questionable in this one. The The Clippers need some offense, especially if you're going – you know, you could play defense for a certain amount of time, but eventually you're going to take your foot off the gas. And the Hornets, they can score at times. They definitely can score. So I will wait on the status of those guys. Of course, the spread's probably going to move. But nothing that I feel confident in betting right now. Uh, moving along, this Celtics and the Raptors game. Full disclosure, I do not have this one completely figured out yet. But I do want—I did want to mention uh, one thing. So, Celtics coming off the big win. I'm going to take a, a complete deep dive in this game. A, ga- a game that I probably, you know, will want to be on, in a, on a side in. The Celtics, the Raptors typically play the Celtics really, really tough, but we know that the Celtics have just been on a heater, man. They they did lose against the Miami Heat uh, at home to close, to conclude their uh, six-game homestand the other day, but then they went on the road yesterday and beat up a Brooklyn. Well, not, I wouldn't say beat up, but they did end up smashing Brooklyn, specifically late in that game. Brooklyn was kind of hanging around, keeping it to about a six- or seven-point game up until about middle of the fourth quarter, and then you see the Celtics, they just they – just, they just keep moving the ball. They just keep taking really good shots, uh, and they keep knocking them down, man. Shout out to Jalen Brown. Dude went absolutely bananas yesterday. I didn't play that game, game I just wanted to kind of watch, but my lean was towards the Celtics in that one. I just didn't want to play it because of the revenge factor, but 
Brooklyn, maybe they just I think they just got Brooklyn number, man. That 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 version of Brooklyn, maybe Brooklyn needs Ben Simmons and, and they'll be better. But that's not a team I'm looking to uh I'm not looking to fade the Celtics at any capacity. I don't even care if it's on the second night of a back-to-back. And one of the things that I wanted to share was that uh you look at these teams at the rest disadvantage, and I know that's something that I take into consideration when I'm when I'm handicapping these games. Um, the Boston Celtics are the uh, second. I'm, I'm I can't remember if first or second. Yeah, you guys got. I apologize for that, but they're they're they're. Just put it like this: they're either one or two, uh, ATS wise, with the rest disadvantage this season. So Boston, you know, a lot of times you want to you try to look for a way to fade Boston. Boston plays extremely well, even with the rest disadvantage. This team just plays hard. They move the ball. It's not they're not highly dependent upon one guy, even though Jason Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the guys that typically score all the points. So, like I said, I want to take a deep dive in this game. I think the Raptors are better than they have been recently. If you take away the if you take away the win against the Orlando Magic on, on uh, Saturday, uh, those two losses to the shorthanded Pelicans and the Brooklyn Nets are not the version of the Raptors team that I was accustomed to seeing, uh, not playing hard or well on the defensive end. And they're one of those teams that their offense is, is you know, highly influenced by their defense, their ability to be able to turn you over, get out and run in transition to get easy buckets because they don't have the best half-court offense. Uh, but, you know, getting Siakam back, having him get accustomed to, you know, playing with the guys and uh, getting his getting his flow back because he was injured for about two weeks, two and a half weeks. So um, I'll probably be looking towards the Celtics in this spot. I don't like fading the Raptors, but I think the Celtics probably can keep it going. Nothing official for me. Like I said, I got to take a, a harder look into this game for sure. Um, just wanted to kind of share that. And I know Marcus Smart missed yesterday as well with the hip injury. It didn't matter. Brogdon came in, cleared his PRAs, almost, you know, had a triple-double type performance. Uh, so yeah, let me see what you guys say in the comment section before I move on to this Thunder and the Hawks game. Uh, good morning, good morning. What's up, Jew? What's up, JR? Um, what up, Ant? Appreciate you being here as well. Good morning, Brian. Top of the morning to you as well. Uh, let's get back into it. So, next game up, I talked about this Thunder and the and the Atlanta Hawks game. So, I, I, ho- I hope you guys paid attention or at least saw the news about. Trey Young and Coach Nate McMillan getting into it. Apparently, Trey Young was rehabbing his shoulder in the way that Nate McMillan disagreed with. And right before game time on Friday against the Denver Nuggets, he decided to uh, not play. He set out that game. Uh, it's come out that Trey Young will play in this game. He won't be uh, disciplined by the team. But this team is, is, is still extremely shorthanded. You go through and you look at the injuries. Uh, John Collins is already listed as out in this one. Uh, DeAndre Hunter. I think he was battling with, a, with some kind of illness. Uh, is also listed as is also listed as questionable in this one. I'm sorry, it was a thigh injury for DeAndre Hunter, listed as questionable in this one. So without his status, and then of course uh, Holiday, I think it's Justin Holiday. Uh, yeah, Justin Holiday is still out, and we already talk. I talk a lot about Atlanta not having a lot of depth uh, on on their bench. Uh, they they rallied they rallied the troops together and fought hard and played well on Friday night, but Atlanta typically doesn't back up success with success, man. You look at the Thunder, and I'm I'm really close to putting this bet in. I haven't played it yet, and I probably should have played it if I was going to play it. But I kind of do like to make sure we're getting everybody in, um, you know, on on both sides. I just like to have a clean slate. 
Uh, I would only be able to look towards Oklahoma City Thunder in this game, though. You look at OKC, and I'm going to just read off some trends before I get into my actual notes. The Thunder, they're 16-6 and six against the spread in their last 22 meetings in Atlanta. So they travel well to Atlanta. Um, they're also 24-11 and 11 against the spread in the last 35 meetings, no matter where these two teams play. Uh, and then let me get back to my actual notes. You look at the... You look at um, you look at the Hawks. I talked about the inconsistency specifically after a win. The Hawks are one in five against the spread their last six games following a straight up win. They're also one in four against the spread in their last five games following an ATS win. Two and six in their last eight meetings uh, in their last eight home games versus a team with the road winning percentage less than uh, four four hundred percent or less than forty percent. Uh, they play down the competition. That's what that trend shows you guys. Thunder, 4-0 ATS in their last four games after scoring 125 points or more in their previous game. And I just mentioned 16-6 and in their last 22 meetings in Atlanta specifically. So uh, you look at this Thunder team. They, they just played extremely, extremely hard on Saturday night in Minnesota and actually beat Minnesota. You see Rudy Gobert get kicked out of the game for, for tripping. Um, and, and, you know, that that, that just kind of opened the floodgates up for points to be scored in that game because if the Thunder struggle at all, it's, you know, their ability to be able to shoot the ball, their ability to be able to, uh, you know, kind of uh, specifically in that spot against a guy like Rudy Gobert, specifically, you know, being able to score in the paint. When Rudy Gobert got kicked out of that game, I said, man, this game might end up with 300 points. And it, it almost got there. It was a lot of points scored in that game. Uh, Clint Capella should be in, you know, to try to, Limit some of that today, but when you're missing guys like John Collins and DeAndre Hunter's and DeAndre Hunter, if DeAndre Hunter doesn't play, I would only be able to look towards the Thunder plus the seven in this spot. I think I think this is a, this is a you know it could be a one or two possession game in this spot. Um, like I said, Hawks is extremely inconsistent. Haven't placed that bet yet, but strong strong lean towards the Thunder plus the six and a half. Um, moving along, uh, we got the 76ers and the. Uh, Rockets, and then the Suns and the Mavs, a game I do want to talk about. So see if we can get these two games in, probably finish about finish after I, whatever, whatever time we are at that, at whatever time limit we are at that spot is where we'll probably wrap up. The Sixers and the Rockets game, not a lot in this game. Uh, Sixers coming off the loss against Memphis uh, on Friday night in a game that we did get correctly. Uh, the Rockets coming off uh, the loss against Golden State after beating Phoenix. Uh, outright as I think 11, 10 and a half point dogs, 11 point dogs in that spot. Uh, they fought hard against the Golden State Warriors as well. Uh, just this team, just, just they, they just don't play defense, quite frankly. So back home after a two game road trip, gorgeous Niang is listed as questionable. But more importantly, James Harden said he's actually on track to play. We know this is his old team, not 100 percent sure what he looks like. Am I interested in taking guys in their first game back after, you know, missing three weeks to a month? Not necessarily, but if you are going to take them, one of the things you want to look at is how well uh, the other team plays defense. And I don't think that the Houston Rockets are trying to stop anybody. This team plays hard. They 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 are really great offensive rebounding team, and they can get hot. They're streaky from three, right? They can score 130 points, or they can finish at 105. I, I specifically want to look at the total in this one. Um, 221 points to me feels like feels like a tad bit too low. If the 76ers were at home, I would say, okay, cool. I understand because 76ers are one of the better defensive teams. But when James Harden comes back, not necessarily. This game is extremely difficult to cap, not knowing the status of Harden because he could potentially still sit out. Uh, and I would also be looking at some Alfred Singoon props. We know that the 76ers 
they typically let big men score the ball. Joel Embiid focuses a, a lot of his attention on the offensive end. Not to say that he's not a, a really good defender because he is, but I, I look for Sengun to be able to score the ball. What I wanted to talk about as far as isolating this game and getting straight to the total. So with James Harden in, and of course, like I said, we haven't seen him recently. The Sixers score a few more points and they give up a few more points as well. They're five and four to the over when James Harden plays, including five of the last six games before he was injured, all went over compared to scoring a few, uh, a few, you know, a, a fewer scoring fewer points when James Harden isn't in the game. They're allowing five more points when uh, he's when he's actually in the game. So James Harden in, of course, they score more, they give up more. James Harden out, they actually score less and they give up less. Sixers, 9-4-1 to the over in, in games that James Harden didn't play in so far. We know that they kind of walked the ball up. They played through Joel and B, kind of methodical. I, I, I see points in this game. Even I know it's James Harden first game back. They still don't have Tyrese Maxey, but I kind of feel like this game could go over. I still want to do some more work on that, but that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, you know, I would say a strong lean towards the over 221. I think the total did come up. I think it opened at 220. Uh, I think that, you know, probably still some value there on the over in that game. The 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 Houston Rockets aren't looking to guard anybody. So I think that the the, the 76ers will be able to score in this one. Uh, and I, I think the Rockets should be able to put up some more points, too, specifically if James Harden comes back. Uh, next game up and last game I wanted to talk talk about real quick. Hit the like button for me if you guys can. Also, real quick, I wanted to mention this as well uh, because I, I always fail to mention this. On Monday, Wednesday and Fridays, the Cash It With Chris NBA betting show slash podcast is available via all podcast platforms. So if you guys are wanting to listen at a later time, you guys can download it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, uh, and listen, you know, listen to the playback. You guys don't have to watch the YouTube video. So just kind of wanted to mention that real quick. Like I said, hit the like button for me, share the videos and subscribe, uh, retweet if you're watching on Twitter. Um, but real quick, let's get into this last game. So Suns and the Mavs, this is the game that I'm really, really excited about tonight. The game that I'm probably going to be, you know, locked in and watching. Uh, you get a spread that opened at three and a half in favor of the Mavericks. Total on this one opened at 221 and a half. Uh, Suns coming off the uh, blowout win yesterday. They, in a game that we got correctly, took the team total over for the first quarter. First half, could have took the full game team total over. They all cashed. I think the Suns scored 133 points yesterday in San Antonio. Uh, the Mavs coming back home off a two-game road trip. They lost in Detroit outright on Thursday. Uh, and then they went to New York on Friday. I'm sorry, on Saturday and smacked the Knicks up. Specifically in the third quarter, we see Tim Hardaway Jr. catch fire. I think he had five threes in the quarter. They scored 40 points in that quarter obliterated the the new york knicks so coming back home um you know off a off a, a nice win a nice solid win injury wise i think chris paul is still out even though he has been shooting around with the team i think he's getting close for a return but um i i don't expect him to play today and that that's not it's, it's still extremely early of course it's 7 21 uh a.m eastern standard time right now so he could he could be back in this one if he comes back he might throw off the chemistry just a tad bit uh the Suns, you know, they're dealing with some 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 other injuries, but not anything major. Torrey Craig, I think, is still on the injury report. And you look at the Mavs side, Christian Wood missed the game against the Knicks. Uh, he was he was he was listed as out with an illness. So he'll he'll come back and be questionable in this one. Not 100 percent sure if he's 100 percent in his return, but. 
Here's the only way I can look in this game. The Suns plus the three, plus the three and a half. I think this is an extremely winnable game for the Suns. Haven't put this bet in my pocket, but it's my strongest look of the day so far. So one, you get the playoff revenge. We know how this uh, ended last year with the Dallas Mavericks going to Phoenix and absolutely thrashing the, the Phoenix Suns. They also, not only just that playoff revenge, but these teams have also played already. Phoenix didn't cover the spread. They were four-point favorites in that game, but they did win the game by two points. I think all that matters is that they win the game. You do not want to lose to the team that kicked you out in the playoffs, especially if they did it on your floor in that fashion last year, right? Looking at the Suns, they're 2-0 straight up this season when playing on the second on a, on a back-to-back, right? So second, second game in two nights, they're already 2-0. They're 5-1 against the spread ATS in their last six games playing on zero days rest. So the Phoenix plays really, really tough anyway. We know that they've been – if you've been paying attention to them, they've been really, really balling. Besides the, the loss against the Houston Rockets the other day, this team has been a, on fire. I think Devin Booker is probably an MVP candidate. Not, not probably. He is one of the front runners for it, the MVP candidate, specifically in the Western Conference. Guys like him, guys like Steph. Uh, you know, Luca, I don't think can go in that conversation just because of how bad Dallas record is right now, but Dallas does play better at home. Getting back to this though, the, the, the Phoenix Suns 13 and five and 13 and five straight up 12 and six against the spread this season when they're at the rest disadvantage. That's the third best. I talked about the, the Kings and the Celtics being the number one and number two team, but this Phoenix Suns team, I'm sorry, this, uh, yeah, this Phoenix Suns team. 13 and five straight up, 12 and six ATS this season when they're at the rest disadvantage. That was one of the things where I was like, ah, I know they played yesterday. I know they kind of beat, you know, beat beat the uh the 70 uh the the um San Antonio Spurs up, but they they didn't they didn't have to do much, right? It's a short travel from San Antonio to Dallas. Aiden and Devin Booker played 27 and 25 minutes yesterday. And, you know, you could argue that Phoenix, they they knew that they had this game up on deck and they wanted to get that game out of the way early yesterday with a big game on par for today. And that's exactly what they did. Third quarter with four with, with five, six minutes left, uh, this game was over. And they just set out the rest of the game. Um, Suns, 3-0 and against the spread this season as a dog. They, they've won every single time that they were a dog um, ATS-wise. I'm sorry, three and oh, uh, three and oh, straight up and uh, three and oh, ATS, two and one as a dog. The loss came against the uh, Miami Heat. Then you look at the Mavs, they're another team that's pre- pretty inconsistent. They're 0 and four against the spread in their last four games following a, a ATS win. They're also two and 10 against the spread in their last 10 games versus a team with a winning straight up record. I could only, only, only look towards the Phoenix Suns. I don't. I'm always transparent with you guys. Haven't put the ticket in my pocket yet, but that's probably the way I'm going to end up playing this game is the Suns plus the three and a half. Uh, And I also think that, uh, you know, Suns probably early in this one as well. Phoenix, they typically play early. They typically play well early. So that's what I got for you guys, man. 24 minutes in the books. Let me see what the comments say before I get out of here, man. Uh, <laughs> Thunder plus seven, uh, 16, five and two straight up. What's up, LJ? Uh, second half, 12 and five ATS as a dog. I like it, LJ. I, the, th- the, the, the Thunder and the, and the Suns are my two favorite looks so far this today. I haven't, like I said, I haven't bet either one of them yet. I like to take a deeper dive into the games and, you know, sometimes make sure I get all that injury news if I need to. Um, Mike said, just dropped in. 
how you like Capella rebounds versus OKC. I hadn't even thought about that, Mike, but how could you not like them? <laughs> like you got to you, we, we just feast against OKC against uh, big men. So uh, I would, you know, look at that line. If it's out already, uh, you know, probably want to hop on that one early. I, I would only uh, project that that line is going to get worse throughout the day. Love the look on that one, Mike. I hadn't even capped player props yet, if I'm being completely honest with you guys. Just kind of looking at size. Like I said, OKC plus the six and a half and the Suns plus the three and a half. Taking two dogs, man. I like the dogs today. Uh, KC said P.J. Tucker revenge game. Man, P.J. Tucker got to hit it. He got to get a point for me first. P.J. Tucker, Barstow said he out there doing cardio. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> P.J. Tucker out there doing suicides, man. He just running up and down the court. Dude, I saw him hit shoot a three-pointer that almost got wedged into the basket. Uh, from the side the other day because we know he only shoot from the corner yes <laughs> yeah man yeah 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 uh bookie said you on the side in the o in okc my brother uh, i would only be able to look towards okc bookie i haven't placed the bet yet feel like a locker room situation got to play it got to play in fact that yeah i mean sometimes atlanta you know could come out and absolutely you know sometimes this could, this could be something that motivates them in this spot but uh i think uh you know looking at that I like them. I like OKC, man. OKC gonna play hard no matter who they playing against. LJ says Suns three and zero as a dog. I mentioned that Dallas five and thirteen against the spread as a favorite. Yep, I love it. Uh, might do an OKC and Phoenix teaser. I can see that, Bucky. I can see that a lot, man. I like both of those teams to potentially, um, you know, OKC wouldn't surprise me if they won outright, man. I know Atlanta plays well, but they typically don't back up success with success. So I kind of mentioned that as well. Aiden been balling, just overshadowed by uh, D Book. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say overshadowed. I think Aiden's been balling, but 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 Devin Booker been on another level. He's been on another planet, man. I watched how San Antonio was trying to guard him, and they did everything in their power yesterday. And it's just it's just not but so much you can do, man. Devin Booker can he's a very, very elite scorer. So um, yeah, that's what I got for you guys, man. Like I said, strong, strong leans towards the OKC plus the six and a half. Probably gonna get there with that. And I'm probably gonna end up taking probably gonna end up taking the Suns uh, plus the three and a half. I love them as a dog in this spot. Short travel, went through all the notes. So if you guys join late, like I said, hit the like button for me. Subscribe to the shows as well. Um, and uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. Like I always said, man. Uh, back this evening, of course, as always, five fifteen Eastern time. I'll have some props, some official plays for you guys as well as we get more injury news throughout the day. Best of luck to you guys as always. And I end the show like this. None of this is financial consultation. This is theory, it's logic, it's SDQLs, it's eye tests, it's trends. Uh, bet with your head, not over it. Best of luck to you guys on whatever it is that you end up playing today. I'm out.